Hello, listeners, it's Matt. So, over the following episode, we tried using some new recording software, and I guess we still have to work out the kinks. So, the sound quality is not going to be quite as good as usual, and I apologize in advance, but we still have a really fun episode for you. So, without further ado, on with the show. I'm Randy Butternubs. It's podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about bare distant lands. And Matt the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're here reading and reviewing all the Adventure Time episodes from the very beginning all the way to the end. Woo. Matt, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm I'm hanging in, man. I'm hanging in. I'm a little um uh I'm ready to I you know, I I'm I'm hanging in. <laughs> I think I think that's about as best as we can all say right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Aww. I'm I'm um I'm as wily as oh, I guess I'm tired too cuz I I couldn't come up with anything witty to say there. But I'm I'm awake-ish. <laughs> Well, you know, I am really excited to talk about Adventure Time. It's such a wonderful break in my day, and um, watching the episodes that we watched were just fun, lighthearted, and I don't know, like, it's what I needed today. Yeah, sometimes, like, I just love going into Adventure Time just because I love watching the show, but today mm-hmm. was one of those days where I was like, oh, I, was like, I don't know if I'm, if, if, um, if I'm in, like, the right mindset, but as soon as we turned it on, I had a blast and wanted to keep watching the show after we finished, mm-hmm. so that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like we've um, we've both been pretty busy with like work, and he's been in school, and um, then there was like Mother's Day, and so we didn't record for a week. And sometimes when we skip a week, it it definitely takes a, a lot out of us, and or like to get back into it. Not because we don't want to; it's just the the time and, and dedication. So we're um, super excited that um, we're back, and uh, that little break was nice, but adventure time is better so yeah it's kind of like when you come back from work after a vacation and like you got to get back into work mode the difference mm-hmm. is i enjoy this and i yeah. never enjoyed any job i've had as much as i enjoy doing this podcast <laughs> it's the same deal where it's like you have to get your mind into that right that right mind space oh totally oh totally speaking of adventure time so we uh checked out pendleton ward's new series the midnight gospel on netflix oh yeah and we both thought yeah I think it's just going to take some getting used to. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely very different. Um, it is different animal. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know if I'm loving it or not so far. I, it's, I think it's cool. I think the concept is is really neat. It's just a new brand of show for me. It is, and and I think it was just like it's, it, it's definitely adult content. Um, a really interesting premise which i thought was uh kind of cool um but just it's like this constant dialogue and then you have this really intense like animation on top of it and so it's like two things it's um like engaging your brain both the left and right sides of your brain and i think that it's um it was just a really interesting view and uh i i don't know it's for me but you know what Initially, I didn't think BMO was for me either, but I pretty much love BMO. So yeah, we've we've definitely come around to BMO, especially after tonight. I'm like, BMO's pretty awesome. Yeah, BMO is pretty rad. So, so yeah, I think um, Midnight Gospel. It's like kind of exhausting to watch. Like it's mm-hmm. it's hard to binge. But yeah, I, I think I could get into it. Like I I don't mind like the harder edged content animation because like you know like I I like Rick and Morty and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, it's just different. 
But yeah, I mean, it was a little hard to watch uh, the second episode. I had a hard time. The first one, it was fine. Um, it had some pretty funny stuff, and it was really clever. And the second one was just a little harder for me. But um, I, I'd be interested to keep watching. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out again at some point. Mm-hmm. If you want to check it out, too. Yeah, totes. For show. Yeah. So, um, Matt, today we are going to be talking about Apple Thief season three episode 11 and the creeps season three episode 12 pretty excited me too these are great episodes okay i've i've been very curious what you think about each of them so i'm excited to talk about them but we we don't give each other our reviews while we're watching it well i do sometimes i'm like i love this it's great (laughs) i'm matt (laughs) you're like save it for the show (laughs) matt matt Matt. You're at an 11. I need you to be a 5. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but well, no. Um, I'm excited. I, you know, I think these are good episodes, and I look forward to, to talking about them. So should we get to it? All right. All right. So Apple Thief is overall number 63. In the season, it's number 11. IMDb rating of 6.8, which I think is the lowest rated episode that we've reviewed so far i think it might be yeah it's not the lowest rated though in the series so it'll be really interesting when we get to that there's like a four point something and i'm like yeah Ooh. yeah we we looked ahead at imdb ratings today because i was curious about um season six because that's i think season six is a big departure from a lot of the other seasons mm-hmm. and i was like oh i wonder if that has a lot of lower ratings and it doesn't but other seasons had some doozies Ooh, i'm excited yeah <laughs> Um, so this is directed by Larry Leachleiter, Cole Sanchez, written and storyboarded by Tom Herbich and Bert Yun. Original air date was October 3rd, 2011, and it had 2 million U.S. viewers. 2 million. Awesome. Million. 6.8. Okay, well, we'll have to talk about that afterwards. Yeah. And the, the title card is, it's like a film noir setting. It shows uh, tree trunks and like a detective hat, like 1920s style detective at like a crime scene. And you see like the, mm-hmm. the chalk outline of a body on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then you see like Finn and Jake's shadows creeping from behind. Yeah. Which is weird because it makes them look like sketch, but they yeah, weren't sketch at all. Yeah. I guess ultimately it makes about as much sense as this episode's plot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it opens up with Jake in the kitchen, and Jake is making this really um, wonderful spread of Korean food for lunch. But then when Finn comes in, he's like, I don't want that. It smells weird, which is re- silly. But Finn suggests that they go to Tree Trunks for an apple pie and then chants, apple pie, apple pie, apple pie, until Jake agrees. Uh, when Finn and Jake arrive at Tree Trunks' house, the house is in ruins, and Tree Trunks is on the floor looking injured. Yeah, I think it's funny how like they eat a lot of funky-looking food in the show, but this is a spread that looks like something I would eat. Like, it, it looks, looks amazing. like ramen. Like, yeah, ramen, and he's got like delicious ramen with an egg. Yeah. Oh my gosh, ramen! Yeah, Matt, you made ramen recently, and it was so good. Yeah, I, I must say I've been on point with my cooking lately. You have been. And I'm pretty he, proud of that. He made some. Um, uh, shrimp alfredo with rotini noodles and it was oh my gosh so good so good so so good so we good. had it twice it in twice. one week yeah we did <laughs> so tree trunk starts muttering apples my apples and jake says apples <laughs> then tree trunk lunches at jake yelling you so the finn pulls tree trunks off jake saying tree trunks it's us finn and jake 
So she comes around to her senses and tells Finn and Jake that someone stole her apples and that without them, she cannot make apple pie, which is like her pride and joy. So Finn and Jake yell, no, and tell Tree Trunks that they will bring the thieves to justice. I have to say that they were super dramatic as they're yelling no. I mean, like, their faces are all, like, wild and, like, it was just hilarious. Yeah. So they go out. Oh, go ahead. This is one of those episodes where you gotta, like, a lot of those, like, close-up. Ren Stimpy style, like contorted, yeah, like, dramatic shadow faces. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. So they go outside and they start searching for any clues about thieves. And soon they find a ditch where Raggedy Princess was trapped in after she fell. It's really interesting because Raggedy Princess like has this piece of glass like sticking out of her head, and nobody <laughs> thinks to help her with that. No, it was so Raggedy sad. Princess. So she says she was knocked out and had fallen there. And when they think about where they could find any clue, Jake suggests that they go to the candy tavern since it was there where he usually went after stealing purses, which he justifies he didn't know it was wrong at the time. Yeah, and when when he says that he used to steal purses, Finn has this look on his face like, what? What? Yeah, and it is like it goes back to City of Thieves, or, where Jake had like he couldn't go into the he couldn't go into like the barrier, and now we're learning why. Yeah, he's a thief. Thief. So going there looking for apples, they ask the barman if he knows anything about the crime that they want to solve. Unfortunately, the barman thinks that they're goody goodies, so they rush to the bathroom where they dress like they're like they were in a fight, like they look all dirty. And mm-hmm. Tree Trunks is like, I look just like an army brat. <laughs> so then the barman guides them to some thieves who suspect that they're all working for a rival gang. I love this whole setup. Like yeah. um the shady bar and like the, yeah. the near do wells. Yeah, it was so good. And it was like um it was like all all dark and like everybody looked a little off and like everything was dirty and gritty. Um it was great. Everything is like exaggerated a little bit too. They're so candy people, but they're just a little like tangy. Yeah, the, we're seeing like the the rough underbelly of the candy kingdom. Yeah, yeah. So after a fight, Finn, Jake, and Tree Trunks escape and realize that when one of the thieves punched Finn, he left a big frown logo from his ring. Jake then leads them to a building with a logo, which he remembers from when he used to steal bikes. He justifies he didn't know it was wrong. And the gang makes it inside, only to be trapped again by thieves. So when a rival gang arrives, they challenge the thieves to a brawl, allowing Finn, Jake, and Tree Trunks to escape with a pig that was used by the first gang to eliminate slash eat rival gang's members. So upon returning to Tree Trunks' house, the pig says that he could hear the apples in the house. So Finn and Jake ask the pig if he's talking about apples as in diamonds or apples, apples. And the pig's like, uh, apples, apples. Yeah. Um, the, I guess apparently in the candy kingdom underground, apples are like, are what people call diamonds when they're trading it on the black market. (laughs) So the pig says that the apples are in the closet, but tree trunks denies it saying that she's the only one who can open the closet. So Tree Trunks opens it, causing a large amount of apples to spill out. Tree Trunks, distraught, thinking that she's the one that caused this, makes a phone call to the police saying that she's stolen her own apples. So ridiculous. I know. I was just going to say that. Um, A couple of banana guards arrive to arrest Tree Trunks, and one of them says that her house could use a scarecrow, since there's a lot of crows gathering near the house. 
So this causes Finn to think about everything that's happened and conclude that a family of magpies, or these birds, were the real thieves since there's no footprints close to the apple trees. Raggedy Princess was knocked into a hole by something. So, you know, she's usually kind of the scarecrow because she looks like one. Yeah, she's usually, I guess, sitting on the fence or something. Yeah. And there's a nest of magpies on top of Tree Trunk's house with a hole in the side where the apples that the mother magpie brought fell into the closet. I actually thought this was kind of like a clever mystery. Uh, I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. This is mystery done right. Good job, Adventure Time. Yeah. So since Tree Trunks is innocent, Finn calls for a celebration, and Tree Trunks says she will make an apple pie. She also invites one of the banana guards to eat with them, slapping one of the guards on the butt, and they all share a hearty laugh. Uh-huh, Yay, sexual, sexual harassment! harassment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's this episode. What you so? Think? What did you think? I think this episode's hilarious. I think yeah. it's really funny. I love a lot of uh, Tree Trunks dialogue in it, mm-hmm. and I love the uh, the gangsters in this. I think they're hilarious. Yeah. Well, so, like, back at the beginning, like, um, first off, like, they have, like, these weird little, hmm, like, little pieces that don't add up to, like, the end story, right? But we uh, we started with food, and, like, Jake likes to cook. I didn't realize, like, he cooks a lot in he this does. series. His, his cooking skills go unappreciated. I think so, too. I mean, some of it, like, that big burrito that had, like, everything in it with, like, the toaster and everything was kind of a little interesting. But, like, yeah. what he made was, like, legit rad. Yeah, like, you know, like, the Time Sandwich episode where he makes the perfect sandwich? Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of the stuff in that looks kind of, like, weird, like, lobster soul and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, like, the way they made that sandwich look in that episode, I was like, that looks like an amazing sandwich. Yes, I would eat that. <laughs> yeah, I would do. I'd at least give it a bite. I wonder if someone's recreated that. I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they have like a, an Adventure Time cookbook, and I want to check it out too because I think that'd be really cool. We totally should. Yeah, we got to check that out. Um, going back to like the tavern, and it's super intense, like super, super intense. But I thought that was like just really cool like dichotomy of like the good versus evil and like you know you see these baddies that like i never knew they existed like that's really crazy and like they had this gingerbread man whose name was smudge um (laughs) and like he looked super stressed and it was just oh my goodness Uh, it was great the cookie sitting at the table that's just like yes yeah, it's cool, because, like, even though this episode, this is a very goofy episode, but, like, mm-hmm. it, this one doesn't take itself seriously at all. No, not but, at all. Um, you can tell that this is one of the ones, like, uh, kind of like Boom Boom Mountain, where mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, we need to just write a filler episode in, and let's just have fun and just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Like, all, some of the plot doesn't make sense, like, uh, Tree Trunks turning herself in. It's like, right. Um, But it's still really funny because of that. Like, they just went all out on this one and i thought it was fun because of that i thought it was super fun too i liked it a lot um i I agree though there was parts where i'm just like oh my gosh like this is stupid with tree drunks calling to have herself arrested like what yeah um and then like the fact that after she um after she was like oh i guess i'm not the baddie she just breaks the chains you know yeah so it's just like i don't know like i i wish that um I don't know what I would change. Like, I think that tree trunks is a little much, but she's always a little much like that's her character. And yeah. I think that's what makes her charming. And like, she had a lot of like one liners in this episode that I thought were pretty clever. Yeah. 
I don't know if it was intentional of the show or not, but because again, this isn't a very serious episode, but they did some world building in this one with the stuff you were talking about, with like the criminal underworld. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we're seeing a little more of uh, the Candy Kingdom that we didn't see before. Yeah. Yeah. And like, okay, so Mr. Pig, he's like, sorry, guys, I have to eat you. I don't really want to, but it's kind of my job. Yeah, there's some shady stuff going on. Yeah, dude. Like, can you, oh, man, that's bonkers. Yeah. What did you like most in this episode? Uh, I think just the dialogue in this one's really funny. And I think the voice acting from the uh, supporting cast, like um, the bar owner, yeah. the barkeeper, is clearly the voice of like the witch from the witch's garden. I'm not married. I'm not married. Yeah, It just seemed like they wanted nothing more than to have fun with this one. And yeah. it feels a lot like um, like a season one episode where it's just like all rando. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But it, but what I think, what I like about this is that it takes us away from, like, happy, jolly, adventure stuff and, like, really, again, I like that you pointed out the world-building piece because I didn't even think of it that way. Um, and, I, and I think it's kind of cool to think, like, there's other stuff going on in the Candy Kingdom and it's not just rainbows and sunshine all day. Yeah. I do wonder if the low rating for this one comes from the fact that it, it followed a couple, like, really loved episodes among Mm -hmm. the fandom like um fiona and cake and the one after that where they have to make a band i can't believe i'm forgetting the name already but i did (laughs) uh yeah so i do wonder if it's because it's coming off those episodes and this feels a lot more like something from earlier in the series so maybe Mm -hmm. people were disappointed but I, i still thought it was a lot of fun Maybe they were like me and wanted like more fiona and cake because like when i was watching this i was like oh I really can't wait to see more Fiona and Cake. I'm pretty sure their their next episode isn't too too long of a wait. Oh, good! I'm excited. Was <laughs> yeah. there anything you didn't like, Matt? I, I don't know. This one's just like innocent fun for me. I could throw this one on anytime, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's uh, it's another one of those episodes that I never paid too too much attention to before, but I really enjoyed it. So no, I don't really have any complaints. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely watch this one again. And I, um, I, out of the two episodes that we um, watched today, I think that the second one was a stronger episode. Oh, for sure. um, if we're looking at like a comparison. But I do think that this was a good breather episode. I think that it was um, fun. And I think that, again, it, like Tree Trunks, you know, uh, shines in this, even though she's a little much. Um, like she just, she's just... Her, she's in her own little world, and I, I'm okay with that. I will take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's a very so Matt, where's episode. the snail? So the snail is on the stool behind the angry cookie guy in the candy tavern, and you and saw. I it. caught it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't. Good I was job. like, "You see the snail?" He's like, "What? What?" <laughs> yeah, I totally didn't. <laughs> snail watch 2020. Snail watch. Um, no fill face this episode. Um, Matt, what was your favorite line? Uh, I'm going to sass. Wait, no, that's yours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll start with yours. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to sass those boys up nasty. It's tree trunks. When they, when they find out like they're going to like the tavern, tree trunks gets all like hottie and. Oh, sorry for stealing your thunder on that one. No, it's great. It's good. It's good. <laughs> and mine what is was also, your... tree, also tree trunks. I look just like an army brat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Why is he excited to say that? Right? <laughs> I don't even oh, know. I love it. So, Matt, give me an impression. Okay, it's going to be the banana guard. She slapped my butt. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. Uh, what's yours? Um. All right, so this is Tree Chunks. This toilet paper is trying to lock up. Awesome. What'd you do? Did you put, like, your hand in your mouth for that or something? I, I held on to my... Wait, I gotta do it again. This toilet paper is drying my mouth up. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see the cartoon show Clarence, you just sounded like Clarence. Oh, no! <laughs> I was going for tree chunks! <laughs> oh, you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay that was a hoot that was a, a hoot. hoot and a holler i think we got some trivia we got lots of trivia about this episode yeah do you want to read the first bit sure so when finn jake and tree trunks are being taken to the diamonds or apples one can see the head of a gumball guardian in the cellar Ooh, i didn't catch That's super that. creepy yeah it is so, inside the door of her closet, Tree Trunks has a poster of a green humanoid muscled creature wielding a sword. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. So, there are several hidden messages written on the walls in this episode. So, on the bathroom wall, um, there reads a um, Morse code. It's a dot dash dash was here. And the f- first part is Morse code for AT, and one would assume Adventure Time. So another message on the bathroom wall reads AT081012. Was that one that's air? No, that wasn't. No, I, I looked it up and it's not. Um, I'm going to, I'll get to it in a second. And then when Finn and Jake and Tree Trunks are walking up this, to the secret hideout, there's another Morse code sign on the third building to the left that reads dot dash dash forever, um, which is, again, the first part being uh, Adventure Time. AT forever. And I went on Reddit and someone posted a question saying, what does everyone think uh, might be going on with the two series of numbers? Because there's, they were speculating that it could mean that the show is going to be canceled, saying, remember what happened to Flatjack when it got to um, too serious um, or a season finale, two episodes long, they could be dates and are a week apart. And unfortunately, I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you did some deep digging for that. Thank you. Yeah, dude. So when Finn and Jake follow Wormo to the cellar, Jaybird puts his foot against the door to stop it from closing. Both he and Dr. J wear sneakers with the letter J on them, but Jaybird's sneakers are red. Yeah. Jaybird. Jaybird's voice is this guy. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was in, he played the character Bob Fossil in The Mighty Boosh. I think he's really funny. Oh, cool. He does a good job here. So, in a rare appearance, Finn shows his hair. Um, he, like, pulled it out of his cap a little bit with Jake and Tree Trunks while they were trying to blend in. So, when they're yeah. dirtying themselves up to not, to look more like ruffians, he pulls out some of his hair. Yeah, it's cool because he could see a little bit of continuity with where his hair should be lengthwise, probably, yeah. after cutting it all off for uh, the Tree Witch. Yeah, totally true. So, The Pig in the Cellar is a reference to the 2001 movie Hannibal. When Mason Verger trains boars to eat human flesh to take revenge on Hannibal Lecter. That um, is so gross. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was thinking about that. And it's also, it could be a reference to the movie uh, Snatch. British. I, I I feel like it's more like that, too. Because, like, there's somebody that does, in that, does it in that movie, too. And that's about gangsters. So 
Yeah, so that's cool, cool. Movie references. The meal that Jake cooks, which Lady Rainicorn taught him, contains several Korean dishes. Recognizable dishes include a stew made with soybean paste, tofu, zucchini, and scallion, a bowl of rice, seasoned vegetables, and a red pepper paste. Um, It's often served with meat and a raw or fried egg on top, and a dish made by seasoning whole or sliced fish, meat, vegetables, etc., and coating them in egg wash and wheat flour before cooking them in oil. Jake prepares that version using shrimp. And I'm not going to try and pronounce the Korean dishes because I will jack it up. So okay, I was curious if you're going to, because there's no way I I, I could. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I think all that food looked amazing. So It totally did. So episode connection. This is the first episode where Tree Trunks and Mr. Pig first met. And the second time that they appeared as they were in love with each other in Dream of Love, which is yeah. next season. Yeah, love is not enough. And that's that episode has an even lower rating than this one on IMDb. <laughs> In this episode, it's revealed that Jake used to be a thug, which we've understand, but he did not know it was wrong. In the episode One Last Job, Jake's past crimes were explained a little bit further. Yeah. Your prediction for this episode, based on its title, Apple Thief, was Tree Trunks Returns. You're correct about that. She finds that her apples are being stolen by a thief. She calls upon Finn and Jake to help her. This is their story. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wait, no. Dun, dun. <laughs> the law and order sound. Okay. Um. So, you are 100% correct. Woo-hoo-hoo! Um, That's right, suckers. I got it. I got it. I did it. I did it. It's awesome. Holla, holla. I think as far as creativity goes, I like the episode, so... Uh, A. Yes. And as far as how close you were to the actual plot, A plus. You did it. It's amazing. I've never gotten that good of a grading. Suck it, C's and D minuses. (laughs) Natasha is probably listening to this going, "Eh, I gave it like a, maybe a B minus. (laughs) (laughs) You're awesome, Natasha. Yes. Yes, you are the best. So do you want to predict what The Creeps is about based on its name? Yes, I do. The Creeps. So there's a new gang in town known as The Creeps. And they're a gang of brothers who sneak about and they steal items from the people of Ooh. Finn and Jake become alarmed when they notice things are missing from the treehouse, prompting them to action. Awesome. Yeah, dude. I like it. That's fun. 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 Do you? have any final thoughts about apple so this episode rocked i mean it's not like top of the list episode i think there are better episodes in this season but i do like it i mean it's an easy going easy breezy breather episode that is just kind of thematic and there's some fun different parts in it and i don't know like i really i thought it was joyful and that's what i needed right now was just something that i didn't have to really think about and i didn't really have to put a lot of thought into and i could just sit back and enjoy and and that really met my needs right now i couldn't have said it better myself i'm just going to reflect everything that you just said (laughs) ditto you know (laughs) yeah this room is hot is it yeah it is i closed the window and it's just like I'm the human radiator, you know, I'm I'm lava boy. So like, I just permeate heat and this room is just filling up with my mat heat. (laughs) Your mat heat? My mat heat. (laughs) 
bio furnace. So everybody knows that now. I'm just this disgusting puddle right now. Oh, stop it. I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> so, um, so we were looking at like, okay, so we were thinking about like, this is the lowest rated episode so far in the season. And we were looking at different reviews and we found a um, 10 out of 10 review on IMDb. And we thought that this was a, a interesting. And so we think that um, we would read it on the air. Yeah. So, Matt, without further ado, you want to kick it? Sure. So, yeah, 10 out of 10. It's titled Witness This Thief's Impressive Skills by Mr. Fusion. Uh, and this was written on May 16th, 2016. And it says, to me, Apple Thief is where everything about Adventure Time just comes together in terrific harmony. The story is all kinds of silly, and I find myself laughing with surprising regularity. The case of the, of the missing apples leads Finn, Jake, and Tree Trunks to the dark side of the Candy Kingdom. A wretched hive of scum and villainy. Natch. <laughs> Herein are all of the saloons, distrusting barkeepers, and ne'er-do-wells you can imagine. The jokes feel obvious, but work perfectly. And this works pretty well as a noirish whodunit. Above all, it aptly showcases the show's oddball sense of humor. In other words, if asked why I love Adventure Time so damn much, this is one of the episodes I'd point to. 10 out of 10. I love that, that awesome. so much yeah that was a great review yeah that like speaks to me because i'm just like you know it's like i mean this is adventure time absolutely especially yep. this is a perfect showcase for the earlier seasons i think yeah i agree for the earlier seasons this is this is it for sure yeah absolutely so yeah that was really cool to read i think we went in initially trying to find out why people hated the episode so much but all we read was this first review and i was like no you know what that's great let's let's just stick with that one yeah, I agree. So, All right, yeah. Maddie, should we get on with it? Let's do it. All right, let's talk about The Creeps. So The Creeps has an IMBD rating of 8.3, overall number 64, directed by Larry Leachlider, Cole, Chance Cole Sanchez, written and storyboarded by Echo Castera and Jesse Mohanahan. Original air date was October 17, 2011, and it had 2.03 million U.S. viewers. Not bad. Oh, October 17th. That's my friend Alex's birthday. Hmm. So the title card shows PB, Finn, uh, LSP, Jake, Cinnamon Bun, and BMO all in disguises, like party disguises, in a living room. And they're all looking pretty shady. <laughs> yeah, and they all have different weapons in their hands, like yeah. the Clue game. Yeah, this actually sums up the episode pretty well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have so much to say about this episode. Yay! I can't wait. <laughs> Neither can I. It's going to be awesome. So Finn and Jake dramatically head to a castle in the middle of the night with a pouring down rain, dressed to the nines. They are invited by an unknown host. Outside the door is a box of disguises for them to wear. When they head inside, they find Princess Bubblegum, LSP, Cinnamon Bun, and Bimo inside, under the guise guises of Lady Quiet Bottom, Princess Bubblegum, Duchess Gummy Buns, Lumpy Spain's Princess, Guy Farting, Cinnamon Bun, Prof farting. Professor Pants, Bimo, and while <laughs> <laughs> Finn and Jake receive the names, <laughs> Princess Hot or Prince Hotbod and Randy Butternubs. I'm Randy Butternubs. This is just like those names are so funny. They just yeah ah. I lo I love how disappointed Jake looks at his name. 
I am Randy Butternubs. I am Randy Butternubs. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been a clue that this is all like a um, mastermind of Finn being Prince Hotbod. Prince Hot. Oh wow, you're right. He did write his own name. <laughs> it's the most charming name out of all of them. <laughs> so funny, Prince Hotbod. So they discover a note on Cinnamon Bun's back. Finn reads it, telling them that their host is a ghost that will take over one of their bodies and kill the rest of them. So Cinnamon Bun tries to leave, but as he tries to open the door, the lights flicker, and when they come back on, there's nothing left of him but a skeleton. Kind of like that last episode on the train. Um, where you recall that Jake played a prank on Finn for his birthday. And so Jake thinks that Finn now has has planned this in retaliation to Jake um, from that birthday prank, but Finn denies it adamantly. And Finn brings the remaining party guests to the staircase and has Bimo takes pictures of them with its ghost detecting gear to see who's possessed. Jake does not blink when he is pictured and um, everyone starts believing that he is the ghost until Bimo confesses that it really has no ghost detection gear and just likes play- taking pictures. It's yeah. pretty legit. Seems, seems, seems right. Yeah. <laughs> so Jake suggests that they get their candles in case the lights go out again, which they do. So he and Bimo head into the basement where Bimo disappears, having been captured by what appears to be a long worm-like ghost. So Jake then runs up the stairs and tells Finn and PB that the ghost has captured Bimo, but Finn accuses him of being the ghost. So everybody panicked when they heard that uh, when they hear Lumpy Space Princess screaming from the bathroom, which turns out she was using it. <laughs> Dude, she was like screaming in agony, and then she was ah! like, ah, my lumpy body has nothing in it now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the dining room where they begin to point fingers at each other. Then ask Jake a question that only the real Jake knows. After Jake correctly answers that question, Jake accuses LSP and that um, she has to tell him why she broke up with Brad to prove herself. Brad. She refuses on the ground so they didn't need to know what happened between them. So Finn wanted to tie her up with Princess Bubblegum agreeing with him, causing her to be accused of being possessed. But during all of this, Lumpy Space Princess continually interrupts, confessing that why she broke up with Brad was because he kissed her on the mouth and she wasn't ready. <laughs> isn't it enough that I'm hot? Or is like... Yeah, isn't it enough that I'm hot? And like, it was funny because like, Jake's like, yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm just a gossip. Spill the tea. <laughs> I loved uh, LSP steals every scene in this one. Oh my gosh, LSP is so good in this episode. This is LSP at her LSP east. <laughs> <laughs> so, Finn asks PB to recite what he wrote her two years ago as a birthday card. She's like, "Well, there's no way I'm going to remember that." And he's like, "I don't remember that." Oh, and his cheeks turn red. It feels so bad for him. Yeah. So then the long worm thing the ghost sort of thing passes through the roof and through PB causing her to melt. When this happens, we're both like, oh. So Finn checks the closet where cinnamon bun and Bimo are supposed to be hiding, but instead finds their splattered and scattered remains draped all over the walls and ceiling. Also terrifying. Closet. Yeah. It's pretty, I was like, this is horrible. Yeah. At that point I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Finn, at that point, then admits that it was all an elaborate prank, but the whole melting people thing wasn't supposed to happen, and that the ghost 
also engulfs Lumpy Space Princess as she tries to call her parents, and then the lights start to flicker, and the ghost captures her and puts her in a painting. Finn and Jake try to escape, but the doors are locked. So then they try running upstairs, but Jake is captured. It's it's pretty, like, suspenseful, too. He's like, don't let me yeah. go! So, but his fancy gloves slip away. So Finn then hides in a room. Out of bookshelves, the ghost lady appears and tries to get Finn, but he managed to escape by breaking a hole in the wall. And the next, he, like, breaks it open with his head. Yeah, he, like, kicks it with his foot, and then he, like, throws his whole body in yeah, <laughs> to, like, break awesome. it. It was intense. Like, it's, it looked like genuine desperation. Yeah. So, so in the next room, he, the floor bursts open. A picture of crows in the wall come alive and releases crows into the room. The floor starts to separate completely into a mouse shape, and the furniture begins to try and eat Finn. He flees this room and up a nearby stairwell into the observatory. The observatory is surrounded by ocean, which crashes up against the base of the building with huge waves. The light rises through the floor, finally cornering Finn um, when the light takes off the sheet, off its head, and turns out to be Lady Rainicorn with all the guests fused into her body with Jake on her back. Yeah. So Jake reveals that he knew about Finn's plans for months and flipped the script with Lady Rainicorn. So Finn asks how B- how uh, PB melted. It was a wax dummy. And then the monster that he saw and the house coming alive, he's like, well, well how'd you do that? Jake's like, well, you, you're probably just too scared and you just imagine all this happening. But Finn's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. So Jake then thinks that it's just another joke, and after they leave on Lady Rainicorn, Finn flashes back to the monster that he saw and decides to put it into his mind vault and forget about it forever. And that's where the episode ends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were your first thoughts, Matt? I loved this episode. It was a lot of fun. I, there was a bit that I didn't remember from this one, and mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised what happened, like his friends melting and stuff. I was like, what? I don't remember any of this. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, and the ghost aspect of it, there are actually some like genuinely creepy parts in this one. And yes, there were. I, I really appreciated that. Well, you're like totally into that kind of thing. So I could definitely see why you, that's your jam. So I think this reminded me a lot of two movies. Oh, one is obviously Clue. And the other one is uh, this movie from the late 90s, a remake called uh, House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. And plot wise, this is very similar to that movie. And I... So I just really enjoyed that. So there's so much stuff in this episode that I thought was really cool. So even the beginning, so like it starts off dramatic. They're running up this hill. They're in these tuxedos. They look super dapper. They have these umbrellas. The wind gusts and Jake's umbrella flies away. Um, And they come into this mysterious box, mysterious box that says, put these on. And they're a fox and and, um, a fox head for a fan, which I thought was super cool. Um, And I just thought that, like, the story was set up so nicely. It wasn't, like, I felt like it, it, even though it's like a continuation of Midnight Train, it really... um, Mystery um, Train. I really feel like, I hope that's the name of this episode. Hold on. Mystery Train? Mystery Train. Thank you. Mystery Train. I keep on saying the wrong episode and I don't want to misquote. So of Mystery Train and like I feel like this was like such they took it to another level and they did such a good job. Um, LSP had this fancy red dress with a little drop off shoulder looking all fly. 
um, PB had her hair pulled back and like looked really um, like dressed up in such a like a classy outfit. You even had like freaking what cinnamon bun actually looked pretty legit with his like little mustache and suit on. And, you know, it was just so like so much of this episode was great. I was surprised that in the 12 minutes that this episode ran, how much of a story they told and how well they told it. And, like, good visual storytelling, too. Like, I actually love the atmosphere of the, the mm-hmm. castle that they're in. Or yeah. is it a castle or a hotel? I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, the design of this one looked great, especially compared to the episode before, The Apple Thief. Like, that one looked, it had, like, that kind of, like, again, season one, like, kind of crude style of animation, while this one looked really cleaned up in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had, like, little things, like, um, when, uh, uh, Finn and uh, PB were coming downstairs and like Finn just throws PB off the balcony onto a couch and they hop down off the couch like that was yeah. so funny it is and like um, Alice peed in the bathroom and she's like this is like a poor people's castles no waffles and no like waffles. you know like and then she starts being super dramatic about Brad and like opening up and like so many callbacks to previous episodes and I just oh my goodness yeah I uh, loved it I got to piggyback on what you're saying about um, this coming off of uh, the Mystery Train episode where it's, you know, they're tackling a similar theme. And Mm -hmm. I do think that this one did better on just about every level than that one did. And I do like that episode, but I think this one just goes above and beyond. Well, I think it also talks like looks at like how Adventure Time has developed right so far. Like if we think about it, it's it's comparing, you know, while they're still figuring out their life a little bit in Adventure Time. And here's a really fun thing. And then this is a callback to that episode. And it's like, hey, guys, look how much we've leveled up. And I just think it's so cool. Yeah, I do, too. I think it's great. You notice that uh, we actually just went two episodes this season without Ice King. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was long. wondering. So I legit asked you, I was like, oh, is this an Ice King episode? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it going to be Ice King? Is he the ghost? Yeah, I was. I thought the twist was going to be that it was all Ice King, <laughs> but it wasn't. Ice, Ice yeah, good. it's good. Like, uh, I think we needed a break from Ice King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think this was, this was such a good episode. Um, and it was like, you know, we had... Um, just some really great episodes already in this season. And for us to have a, a breather episode and then come back with this like sparkling gem. Oh, I was happy. Man. Yeah. I, I do have to say that LSP is growing on me. Um, and she was like a one liner machine for sure. Oh man. Like every line that she has in this episode is gold. It's all yeah. hilarious. It's so good. She was so funny in this episode and I really liked her. Um, anything else that you liked in this episode i i can't think of anything else that we haven't covered already like i i loved the animation the jokes in this one um the mystery is actually pretty good i actually didn't know Mm -hmm. what was going to happen and that's really cool yeah in my notes i wrote i laughed i cried i gasped (laughs) i gasped when um well it was kind of cool though because i was waiting for like the twist like oh i was waiting for the trick like oh you know oh it was it was finn all along ha 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 but then when it was like oh wait it was finn but then it's like gone awry i didn't think that it was actually jake him playing a trick i thought it was really cool yeah and like the fact that there was an actual ghost in the place that only finn saw i was like and then, like, you know, he's thinking about it at the end. I was like, that's actually, like, that's creepy stuff. 
<laughs> yeah, it was super creep. Yeah. Was there anything that you didn't like in this episode? Not at all. I think this is a great one. I agree. I This is definitely top 10 for me. For sure. Of this season especially. Like, and, and you know, there have been some great episodes already this season. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely, this is probably top five for me in this season so far. Wow. That's awesome. Where was the snail in this episode? Who the snail was on the stairs in the background. There's a lot of times the stairs. stairs. Yeah. I'm going to say that I did not catch this one. So maybe we'll have to give it a second watch and uh, see if we find it. Heck yeah. I'd watch this one a second time just for fun. I know. Like after we watched it, I was like, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, it's really good. There's a lot to catch in this one. Totally. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Snail Watch 2020. Um, Snail Watch 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's no Phil face in this episode. Matt, what was your favorite line? I'm Randy Butternubs. <laughs> um, I would have to say, again, there are several lines in this show that Matt says, and I have heard this line come out of your lips before this episode so and you will hear it again i'm sure (laughs) so i think one of the best lines in this entire episode came from bimo um and bimo said sometimes life is scary and dark that is why we must find the light yes um so no joke i got chills when i heard that line i was like damn that's good that's a good line it's totally good, and I think it's so applicable, especially right now. Absolutely. Very insightful, and I know it is, like, considered one of the greater lines in the entirety of the series, too. Like, it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, good stuff. I forgot that it was in this episode. Yeah. Good job, Bimo. Yeah, good job. Wait, do I see that you have a backup line? Yeah. I'm ready now for you, Brad. <laughs> I'm ready to It was LSP, and she was like, when she's stuck in Lady Rainicorn, she's like, I'm ready for you now, Brad. <laughs> so you you cracked up on that part. It was great. Yeah. And it was so offhanded. And then she says like three other backup lines about it and like doesn't stop to ask. Oh, so good. I, I couldn't handle it. Ooh, do you want to give me an impression of a character? Yeah. I blink my balls, my eyeballs. Awesome. That was LSP. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'm also going to do LSP. Okay. What kind of castle is this? It's like a poor people's castle. <laughs> and what I love about that is that it was because they didn't have any food for them. So apparently it was a poor people's castle. Yeah. <laughs> I got to fill my dump truck. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. So before oh, we get to any trivia, do you want to give your last thoughts about this episode? I absolutely adored this one. I really look forward to watching this one again. I've been kind of uh, jonesing to go back uh, just like on my own time and like maybe just like in the background while I'm doing homework and rewatching some of my favorite episodes from the first three seasons that we've gotten into already. Because mm-hmm. I know like if we're just watching the show for doing the podcast and it's going to be ages before I get back to those ones. And I'm kind of missing some of the, some of the uh, old stuff. And anyway, long story short, I can't wait to get back to this one again. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I, it was a blast. I totally agree with that. And I would definitely be up to watching this again for sure. Awesome. 
So any final thoughts for you on this one? Um, I, I get, I don't think I have anything more that I haven't already said. I do want to, I mean, other than, I, I think this was, if you want to watch one episode from this season, that is just a fun whodunit. This is the episode to watch. Totally. Yeah. I agree. We got some um, trivia. So we have tons of trivia to watch. Yes, let's do it. To watch, to read to re- that I one. I haven't read any on this one prior to now, so I'm, I'm excited to see what we got. All right. So um, outside the mansion, you can see a ruined skyline, um, which are the remnants of the Mushroom War. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bond may have feelings for Lumpy Space Princess as demonstrated when he says, now's my chance when he hears that she's broken up with her boyfriend, Brad. <laughs> Brad. I love that Brad keeps coming back. I know. It's so funny. Um, at the top of the stair- staircase, a portrait plate reads 8 18 um, This is August 18, 2012. Um, and that's the date of... Uh, is the date background painter Santiago Lesicano was married. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Finn's mask is a fox mask. Jake's mask is a classic green eye mask. PB's mask is a swan. Uh, LSP's is a red triangular mask. BMO's is a bear. And Cinnamon Bond is not wearing a mask, although he is wearing a mustache, a top hat, and a monocle. Nice. So he looks like the Monopoly guy. He does look like the Monopoly guy, a circular Monopoly guy. Hmm. Yes, a rotund Monopoly man. Um, yes, very much so, with a envelope taped to his back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, let's see. On the bottom of a painting, it says La Casa del Zorro, which is Spanish for the hunt of the fox. Inter- oh, and Finn's the fox. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh. This is the first episode where Finn wears long pants other than his pajamas. Well, that's a cool little fact. I've never yeah, dude. Of that. Awesome. In in the Adventure Time with Finn and Jake, Righteous Rules for Being Awesome book, it mentions that this day was Jake's birthday, which I think that could be assumed since it was supposed to be like a like Finn. Uh, Jake did a birthday prank for Finn, and so maybe Finn is reciprocating. Yeah, it's weird, though, that it wasn't mentioned in the episode that it was his birthday. Yeah. Huh. So on the painting where a lady is hugging a bull, the portrait plate reads Mayo.11, which is Spanish for May 11th. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, when the episode was first aired on October 17th, 2011, when Bimo and Jake go down into the basement, Bimo finds a lighter. When Jake lifts the lighter above his head and out of view, this is when he lights it. However, when this episode was shown again on Cartoon Network, the lighter is changed to a, a yellow glow stick for unknown reasons. Later in the episode, Jake still says he dropped the lighter in the basement and refuses to go down there again, even though it was changed to a glow stick. I was curious about that because I was like, it's a glow stick. Why is it a glow stick? And then he says a lighter. Oh, weird. Yeah, maybe it's because of, you know, kid show and they didn't want to uh, associate it with yeah. smoking or something. Yeah. But still, it's okay. Um, I totally want to read this because this is exactly what I thought when they said this. When Jake states that Finn's dream, because so, so Finn's like testing out Jake and says, What is the thing that I think of in the elevator in my dreams? And, um, Jake replies that he his dream includes a half-orc shaman, and this is a reference to Warcraft's Thrall, who is also a half-orc shaman. And oh, I thought nice. about that 
from my days of playing World of Warcraft that I was like, oh, I wonder if that's Thrall. I've never had too much of an interest in getting into the World of Warcraft, but I want to now because I know how much you were into it. <laughs> I was totally. So to I it. used to play that so much. We gotta do it. It just thinks that it's like a monthly fee. Oh, if it wasn't for that, I'd be all over that. Dude, it's such a time suck. We don't have time for that. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. We're not a big gaming couple. Like we enjoy video games, but it's just like, ah, oh, man, it's just time, 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 time. Um, do you want to read like some of the cultural references, or do we want to not do that? Oh, oh, actually, yeah. Um, this first one, the theme of using a haunted house in a game of subterfuge and deception is likely taken from the 1959 film House on Haunted Hill. Okay, so that wasn't just in my head. That's awesome. Cool. I love House on Haunted Hill. Good stuff. Great stuff. Love it. House on Haunted Hill. Mwah! <laughs> so the note on the box of Finn and Jake's mask said, Wear me, which is similar to Alice in Wonderland phrase, which is written on the cake and drink eat me and drink me and like we mentioned in the beginning um the title card also may also be a reference to the game clue since the various murder weapons the guests are holding and their outfits resemble those in the game princess bubblegum has a knife lsp has the rope jake has the gun finn has the fireplace poker and bimo has the candlestick awesome yeah we knew that there had to be some clue in here there's a lot of clue stuff a lot of for sure the opening scene, costumes, and much of the interior of the mansion are drawn in the pseudo-Victorian style of late Edward Gorey, a prolific author slash cartoonist best known to the general public as the creator of the animated sequence opening the PBS mystery series and his darkly mm, humorous books. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, when LSP is sent into the painting, it is a reference to the Roald Dahl book, The Witches, where the girl is sent into the painting. Oh, nice. Oh, boy. Here's here's an interesting one. The mask that Bebo wears resembles the bear mask from the film The Shining. The Shining is also a ghost story set in a large, empty hotel. Oh, uh, my goodness. Wow. There's so many references. And if anybody listening has seen The Shining and remembers the bear mask, uh, that's a pretty disgusting reference. So. <laughs> yes. Yes, Good it job is. Time. All right, the last one they're going to read is the letters mention that their host is a ghost, and it's a reference to the ghost hotel from the Disneyland ride, The Haunted Mansion. In addition, I am your host, I am a ghost, sounds similar to a line spoken by the ghost host of an attraction, of, excuse me, of the attraction, when addressing to the audience, I am your host, your ghost host. Yes, by the way, we went on the Haunted Mansion ride uh, a little over a year ago. So much fun, and I got a coffee mug. Yep, and you love it. I do, I love it so much. It's hard to drink from, though. It's got a weird shape, but I love it. (laughs) It's It's really um, elegant. It is very elegant. I love it so much. I know you love it. It was so great. That was, like, the best trip ever. I can't believe I enjoyed Disneyland so much as an adult, but I did. I was surprised too, but you were so like, I was like, oh, I hope he likes it. And you loved it so much. And I'm so I, glad because it I was, it was our best vacation. It really was. Oh, so much fun. Your prediction for this episode. Okay. Uh, a new gang in town, the Creeps, are a gang of brothers who sneak about stealing items from people of Ooh. Finn and Jake become alarmed when they notice things missing from the treehouse, prompting them into action. Okay. Creativity? (laughs) 
again, and like no joke, I'm giving that one an A because that sounds like a blast to watch. Yeah. But as far as how close was to the actual plot, you couldn't have been further away. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> gonna get a D minus. But the last one, you had an A on the last one, A plus. I know, an A and an A plus. Yeah. I can't complain. <laughs> I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but yeah, it's just hilarious seeing like how close you were with that first one, and then how far off I know, you are right? But yeah, this one was a blast to read, and it got me wishing that this was an actual episode of the show. So good job. Thanks. Uh, would you like to predict what the next episode is about based on its name? Yes. Yes, I would. What's the name of it? From Bad to Worse. Hmm. Okay. Finn and Jake, they're fighting a crew of baddies at the base of a mountain. During the fight, they suddenly are disrupted by an earthquake, and the mountain is starting to blow its top, revealing it's actually in our volcano. The baddies, Finn and Jake, try to get to safety. Awesome. Man, you're on a yeah. roll with these. Yeah, thanks. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Matt? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Woo! Ow! Let's do it. Okay. Hey, guess what? Mm. Part of our listener feedback is a voicemail. <gasps> we got a voicemail? We got a voicemail from Ian. Hot dog. You going to play it? Yes, I will. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Going into our handy-dandy Anchor app. All right. So, voicemail from Ian. Voicemail from Ian. Wait for it. Hey, guys. I uh, just wanted to send you a quick message. I would love to have you on my show. Um... Wrong message. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to try that again. Here we go. Hey guys, I uh, just wanted to send you guys a quick message. I really love your podcast. I just discovered it. I'm on about the fourth or fifth episode right now, but I just wanted to send you guys a message to tell you guys how much I truly am enjoying your show. Um, I'm Ian of the Freaking Sweet Podcast uh, for Family Guy, and I'm just browsing Anchor, and I found your show, and I really started to enjoy it. So I wanted to let you guys know that... um, that I tr- that I truly think your show is hilarious. I think you guys are fun and and funny. Um, so yeah, you're you're welcome. I guess. <laughs> I love it. He's so cool. Thanks, yeah, Ian. Awesome. Yes, thank you, Ian. And by the way, I checked out Ian's uh, freaking sweet um, Family Guy podcast. I've actually listened to a couple episodes now. I'm really enjoying it. And yeah, we've actually. Uh, been kind of chatting back and forth a little bit. I really enjoy the show, so I implore anybody who's a fan of Family Guy to check that out. Awesome. All right, so we got a five-star review um, from Itmar1238. Oh, my glob! Great podcast. Keep it up. One thing, the monster is on Hulu, just not in the right spot, I believe. I watched it the other day. Thanks for the call-out. We really appreciate it, and thank you! Yeah, you know, like we mentioned on the Monster episode that we couldn't find it on Hulu, so we're in for a surprise one day when we go to watch another episode, and we're going to be like, this isn't, what is this? Yeah, yeah. So what thank you it? for letting us know. And we got another five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Woo, two. Uh, and this one is by Lab8, and it's titled Mathematical. And it's, I lumping love this, and thank you, you got me into Anchor with your ad, and I made a podcast. <gasps> That's awesome! That's awesome! Yeah, I, um... Feel free to message us anytime with what the name of the podcast is, and I'd love to check it out. Well, thank you for the review, and we're really glad that it got you to start a podcast. That's awesome. 
Woo! Thank you, everyone, for your feedback. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we've got a little more, too, that we're going to read on next week's episode. We've been getting plenty of feedback, and we love it so much. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Matt, any last thoughts about these two episodes? No, I really enjoyed both of them. They were very different from each other, and I think that actually helped keep it kind of fresh, you know? Yeah, totally. I I, I agree. They're both different, but fun, um, and just, I love Adventure Time. It warms my heart. Me too, and... We considered watching a couple more episodes after these ones just because of how much fun we were having watching them. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so great. So great. We're like, we've got to record the show. <laughs> oh, if we watch more now, then we're not going to be fresh. And we're really excited for the rest of the season. There's a lot of good yeah, stuff we coming are. up. It's, it's a good. It's a good season. It is a good season. I love it. All right. So, thank you for checking us out today. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at Oh my God podcast at gmail.com. Our uh, social media handles are at Oh my God podcast on Twitter and Facebook. You can rate and review us on Apple podcasts or anywhere where you get your fine podcasts. You can leave us a voicemail on the anchor app on our podcast profile. So please do yeah. as our friend yeah. Ian did today. Yeah. All right. Thank you for another lovely episode. We appreciate you, our listeners, and we appreciate Venture Time. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.